Alright, welcome back to the episode number 14 of E&E's Evening Exchange. It's already 14? Yeah. Wow, okay. <laughs> 14 weeks! That's for, that's for a long time, honestly. That's, that's longer than um, some of these NBA players' longest relationship, probably, so... <laughs> wow, that was spicy and directed right to start. Yeah, I don't know who it's directed at, but it's directed <laughs> at someone. <laughs> Alright, so speaking of the NBA, we're going to go ahead and start off with our NBA playoff recap, which we've been doing the last couple weeks. Um, we're, d- we're dwindling down, though. Yeah, we are. We're, we're starting getting, to get there. We're getting down to the last couple teams. For I, sure. I forgot how long the playoffs are. It's just so long because there's up to like seven games for each season. I know. <laughs> and, and you always have to have at least a day in between. Exactly. Yeah. So it just feels like it takes forever. Yeah. All right, so we'll start off with only a series that's over already is the Suns swept the nut- Nuggets. Excuse me. Sun swept the Nuggets with, even with MVP Joker, couldn't do anything to stop the Suns. Yeah. So I thought that was very surprising. Me honestly. too. I was not expecting that. Not um, not that the Suns aren't good. No, not even that. Like <laughs> I I think I expected the Suns to win. Me too. The series. Me too. I just did not think that they would win all four in a row. They are the team to beat right now. Yeah. They are the team to beat. They are hot. They beat. The reigning champs, they just swept the MVP and his mm-hmm. team. They now get rest. Yeah. And I would say that that is... That's huge. That's huge. Because who's next up? The next series has at least two, at least more, two more games, games. to go. At the very least. At the very least. So it has at least like four or five days before this yeah. series can even get started. So they're going to have a, a, nearly a week off. Nearly a week off, off too. that their opponent doesn't. Exactly. And so... Yeah, the Suns out are here to play. <laughs> like that's what I'm saying. I'm I'm excited for them. I'm excited for Devin Booker, mm-hmm. um, for this young team because they've just been building so much through the draft. And I always do like when teams build through the draft mainly, and not all these like big yeah, super teams. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I hope I would like to see like them or the uh, Jazz win. Because they're both Me teams too. that, like you said, have like kind of built through the draft and like have developed their players up rather than trying to like yes. build their team by adding superstars. And I really hope that would kind of start to bring an end to that this whole like, super team era. And um, and they both have some cool jerseys. That's cool true. alternate they do jerseys. They both have really good jerseys. So and I and I think they would complement each other well. <laughs> and if they play okay, next we're not series, really about okay, that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Speaking of the next series. Uh, in the West is the Utah is up 2-1 against the Clippers. Yeah. Um, I want Utah to win that. Yeah. I like Utah a lot better than I like the Clippers. Um, what do you think about Stephen A, though, saying that Donovan Mitchell is the best player That was in, the, in their history? That was the worst take I've ever heard in my life. Now, remind everyone who has played at the Jazz. Okay, so we've got Carl Malone and John, John Stockton. Stockton. Two absolute legends. Carmelone, second highest scoring player of all time. And and if y'all watched The Last Dance, which everyone watched The Last mm-hmm. Dance, if y'all remember, it took a lot for Michael Jordan's Bulls to beat them. It, it took wasn't literally everything Michael Jordan had. It to beat literally them. was not just like a walk in the park. Oh. No, he struggled. They mm-hmm. were that good. They were good yeah. enough to beat MJ essentially. They yeah. didn't, but they they were that good. And also John Stockton, the NBA leader in assists. Yeah, he's so All-time good. All-time leader in assists. 
Like, I don't know what Stephen A. was smoking or something. Yeah. But he was, that was just. I, I mean, I'm going to give it to Donovan Mitchell. We don't know his ceiling yet. So maybe he could end up being better than those guys. I don't see it because that seems like a pretty high bar to <laughs> reach. Yeah. But I mean, I'm not going to say he can't get to that point, but he's definitely not there now. No. He hasn't done anything. Right. <laughs> this is as much as he's done, is make, yeah. make his team to the West Finals. West Semifinals. They're not yeah. even in the Western Conference Finals yet. Wait, they, oh, yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah, the West <laughs> Semifinals. They thought to so, win two more games. <laughs> that's all they've done so far. So, I, yeah, I don't know. That that don't, that made me mad and lost some respect for Stephen A for saying that. Yeah. Um, it's like that. Yeah. But anyways, I really could care less about the Clippers, I think. This whole Kawhi Leonard, Paul George team up is just a failed, <laughs> failed experiment. Um, Either of those, those two people, this is my thoughts. And then I'm moving on and <laughs> never talking about them again. They're both washed up wannabes who went to L.A., but on the L.A. team no one cares about. Yeah. And they really aren't as good as they think they are. I think they just only are good because of the teams and organizations around them, the very teams and organizations that they dissed on for mm-hmm. absolutely no reason. So my respect, gone, out the door. Yeah, for sure. And that's all I'm going to say about that. So yeah, I hope they lose. Gone. And yeah. yeah, annoying. Anyways. All right, we'll come over to the East now. To uh, the other annoying team. Yes. <laughs> so the series, the first series we're talking about is Nets-Milwaukee, which is 2-2 tied up, which... I didn't see coming after the because, Nets took a 2-0 lead. Especially because we literally recorded last week's podcast, and we're like, oh, the Nets are up 2-0. Mm-hmm. There's no way Milwaukee comes back. And I said, I literally said, I listened to it the other day again, <laughs> unless Milwaukee picks up a couple quick wins. And they did. So they're back in the yeah, game. They really are. They've been playing well. Yeah. So. And here's the thing. James Harden and Chris Paul are injured. Chris Paul? Or, sorry, Kyrie Irving. <laughs> I don't know why I said Chris Paul. Yeah, yeah. So what happens when your super team doesn't even have its superheroes on it? You're Literally. just trash, apparently. Yeah. I don't know. Like, KD isn't that good to carry a team. Yeah, KD and Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin. No, washed up old washed Blake Griffin. Washed up Blake Griffin. I don't know why I keep making the hurling sound tonight. <laughs> I'm done with some of these older generation players. It's time to move on, baby. <laughs> now, I do think Kyrie and Harden will definitely still play games 6 and 7, or 5, 6, and 7, if we go that far. Um just I don't see how they couldn't because they spent all this time trying to create the super team. And, it's and to then play. get here and then be like, well, I just don't feel very great. And then to lose? Yeah, that'd be stupid. Yeah. And nobody would ever respect anything that they ever did from here on out. I'm sorry, no one would ever respect mm-hmm. them again. <laughs> no. Not like they do anyways, but... Yeah, it would be even worse. I will say props to PJ Tucker. He plays from Milwaukee. He held uh, KD to nine points on 25% shooting last night in their game, which is... Pretty good considering people were like mad though. They're like, This isn't even like good defense. He's like too aggressive. And I was like, Oh my gosh, y'all just are too like obsessed with like protecting pretty boy Katie. Literally, yeah, just hating. Because how else are you gonna stop him? He's he's seven foot tall. Possibly one of the best scorers of all time. All time. Yeah, we're not gonna like discredit KD. He's an amazing player, very talented, very tall, like Literally, like, freak of nature with the, his skills. Like yeah. His. So, of course, you've got to play aggressive when P.J. Hecker is, like, 6'5". Yeah. Losing, like, five, six inches on him, and you're trying to play defense. Like, you've got to be aggressive you and have, beat him some way. You have to outwork him. him somehow. Exactly. Because <laughs> he's going to outskill you every time. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, 
interested to see where that series goes. Not much to say right now, but go Bucks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, also too, Giannis has, has got to be the MVP who he's been the last two he's seasons. He's got to do like, it he's if gotta he wants prove to himself. win. Yep. And if he does, if they come back and Giannis lights out and the Bucks beat the Nets, I, I will be very impressed. And I mm-hmm. think Giannis will just solidify how elite he is as the top basketball player in the world. Yeah. Here's the thing. Giannis has got to play his game, not this not, like, three-point no, game. No, 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 no. No, definitely. And not take 10 seconds to shoot a free throw. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. For how... I just... A little caveat. Elijah and I talk about this all the time. I talk about this with my dad all the time. <laughs> I just don't understand how you could be a professional basketball player and be so horrible at free throws. That's not just Giannis. It's like everyone who's mm-hmm. a professional basketball player who's so horrible at free throws. You're literally paid to play, and the free throw is the easiest shot in the yeah. game because it's always the same, never changes. Literally just and there. and they're, that's not like they're not good shooters, not strong enough to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just like, why are you missing these? Yeah. Like, easy points, but Very whatever. Confusing, but anyways. Who knows? So for the last series yeah. in the East is we got the Hawks and Sixers, and currently Philly is up 2-1. If you want to look, the game actually might be done right now. Tonight's oh, yeah. game. I can check real quick. Um, gonna keep... So, I don't really have much to say about that because I don't really like either of those teams. Nor has the series been necessarily like exciting at all. Yeah. Oh, actually. Oh, the is... Hawks won. That's okay, so now it's two two. Never mind. So now it's interesting. For sure. <laughs> okay, so Philly's not gonna get a clear. So the East is interesting. They're both tied two yeah. two, which I did not see happening. Yeah, I think it's weird because I would have guessed it would be the other way, where the West would be more closely me contested. Me too, me too. And the East would have been, like, you got the Nets and the uh, Sixers, who are, like, the clear favorites yeah. are going to blow past. But uh, with hmm. both series tied to two, it will definitely be really interesting to see how they play out. Yeah, that is that is going to be interesting. Okay, so switching off a little bit from playoff recap to some interesting happenings in the NBA <laughs> world, I guess, when it comes to referees and their calls. <laughs> so, last night? This was last night? Yeah. So, what day is it? Sunday night. Um, Obviously, Jokic and his Nuggets got eliminated by the Suns, mm-hmm. but not before Jokic could get thrown out of the game yeah. <laughs> for what was it technically a flag flag like too mm-hmm. so we'll put a link in the show notes i found a video of bleacher report um tweeted out but i i'm gonna say my thoughts and you can say what yeah. your thoughts are we haven't talked about this because i literally just watched this video before <laughs> we recorded but to me Jokic was mad like there was visible like emotion there mm-hmm. And he did go up and swipe the ball pretty hard for absolutely no reason. But I couldn't see where he actually touched Cameron Payne. I thought he just hit all ball, and I think it was too much for the refs. As much as I like Cameron Payne, I just think that he had to stay on the ground because if you just get up, you're going to look stupid now. And he needed to make sure that Jokic got thrown out. And that's my take. Here's, Here's my thoughts. He did make contact with his face. His upper arm okay. made contact with Cameron Payne's face. So that's why the referees are allowed to go back and look at it. Because okay. any contact with the head or face is immediate. The referees go back and look at the yeah. uh, like replay. And then 
I think the reason why they called it a flagrant two is if you look at his face during the foul, he's, he's like vicious. He's like viciously angry, swiping down on yeah. the wall. It's not like a I'm trying to poke away at a steal. This is like I'm coming in to do some damage. Um, yeah, that's with fair. His arm. That's fair. So even if he didn't make much contact, there was contact with his like right bicep against Karen Payne's face, and so and so like that's how it, that yeah. would be a flagrant one, no matter what. Like any, no matter what, yeah. any contact with the face head region is pretty much always a flagrant one. Yeah. And then, like, seeing how, like, viciously he did it, I think, is why they gave him the flagrant two. Um, and I saw a lot of people saying that it wasn't deserved, like, he shouldn't have done it. People are just mad it. for no reason. And I think, yeah, I think that's just a lot of, like, people who are rooting on the Nuggets. Um, people who are just like, oh, he's a star, he doesn't right. deserve it. Right, and that's the thing is we can't treat our stars differently just because uh-uh. he's the MVP. If it, it was if it was some eighth man off the bench who did that, he'd be thrown out, no question. Yeah. Nobody'd even think about it. Exactly. So I don't know. Like, I guess maybe it's easier for me to say that because I'm not connected to either team yeah. necessarily. Um, but coming from like a strictly like rules perspective, Real you won. You won. I, Graham won. I would say that that was an absolutely correct call. I just want to say that I sometimes think that it'd be fun in the future to be an NBA ref, and I think I'd be pretty great at it. Okay, then you better get your <laughs> high school refing license now. <laughs> Is it really hard to do? Yeah. Why? I thought I could just, well, like, walk so, on. No, I just assumed no, no. that they also, like, struggle to find refs. No. So here's the thing. You've got to become a high school ref. If you have connections into college, you couldn't get into low-ball college refing. Yeah. Without a whole lot of experience. But you have to become a high school ref and then probably get to, like, state championships in the high school level. Yeah. And then get called up and be, like, to apply for a job as a college ref and, like, make it to, like, Final Fours and, and playoffs and stuff in the college level and then apply for an NBA refing job. That's why you never see, like, young NBA refs. Like, they're, they're very few. Okay, like, well, I'm going to call discrimination towards young people. <laughs> this is ageism. And <laughs> so I'm going to apply. Just have to, like, every single level up gets that much faster and that much more hard to see the game. Yeah, I know. I'm horrible at paying attention, so I'd be like, I didn't see it, bro, and I am too lazy to walk over there right now, and I don't like you, so you're out of here. Yeah, so Emma could never be an NBA ref. I just think about it a lot. I'm not going to lie. It's I think about it. I'm like, I could do it. I think a lot of people think that, and they're very mistaken. Yeah, here's the other thing. I don't really care to learn all the rules. Exactly. I also want to Enneagram one. But I don't really care. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyways, that's my little... Uh, <laughs> I just wanted to see your reaction to that. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> also, though, keeping on to NBA rules, today a committee met in the NBA. I forget what technical committee it was, but they're considering adding rules into the play... The rule book, I mm-hmm. guess, for the NBA that would limit players being able to throw their bodies in weird ways when doing, like, jump shots. Specifically backwards or side to side. And the reason they do those moves anyways is not to get the better shot, of course, because Mm -hmm. that's not how you shoot, but to draw fouls. And literally named, specifically, Trey Young and James Harden do Mm -hmm. this. James Harden has been doing this forever, and I feel like, and it's always been annoying, he always flops everywhere and makes a big joke out of everything. Mm -hmm. And then Trey Young just keeps doing it because 
and keeps doing it more, I feel like, because nobody's stopping him and yeah. saying, oh, you can't do that because there is no rules against this. Mm-hmm. So I like this. I hope this gets implemented. And we see less flopping because nobody nobody likes watching that. And mm-hmm. it's not the defense's fault that you threw your body in some weird, unnatural way. And I'm yeah, sorry yeah. my arm was there. Like, I didn't yeah. expect you to do that. Like, yeah. yeah. So I think that's smart. Yeah. My thoughts, on the, I agree, is I think that's a great rule. Um it's very good for basketball that they're going to be putting that rule in. I hope they put that rule in. And I hope if they put it in at that level, it trickles down. Yeah, for sure. And I think the wording on it will go something like, um, similar to how on offense you have to have space to land on a jump shot. Yeah. It'll be the same thing for defense. They have to have space to move through defensively and not make contact with the offensive yeah. player if their route weren't to change. Yeah, that makes sense. So, like, so you can't, like stop suddenly like lean backwards on your shot to run into somebody flying behind you yeah because that's not a natural shot shot no yeah and and we all know at that level what is natural and what Mm -hmm. is not so yeah so i think that'll be tricky for refs to get the hang of it's it's probably gonna take a season or two to get it like really where they want it to be yeah that's fair but I think even just, like, that we're bringing it up and talking about it is very good and 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 giving the signal to those players like hey don't get used to being able to do this forever. Exactly. exactly. But keeping on the idea of things that need changed in sports. <laughs> so we're going to switch to a little MLB because mm-hmm. Elijah and I's cubbies are doing very well right uh-huh. now. We're tied for first in our division and just swept the Cardinals. <laughs> but I think we're going to lose to the Mets tonight. So that's unfortunate. But you can't win them all. And yeah, we're doing the, I, I, I know that, um, our record in May was actually better than our record in May was back in 2016 when we won the world series. It's not that May is as important as August or September, Yeah. but to me that shows we finally are being able to consistently win games Mm -hmm. and we've been playing good opponents too. So that makes me excited. So yeah, any thoughts sure. on that first before we say why what we think needs changed? Um, yeah, I mean, Eric is what, what, 38 and 27? Something like that, 38 and... 38 and 27, yep. 27, yeah. So, yeah, that's great. I'm glad that... Because we're not even to the halfway point yet. Right, yeah. I'm really glad that David Ross is finally getting some, getting some like, good playing time after, like, last season. And, I, yeah, and I think, like, he needed a year to, like... Ease yeah. into it like any coaching kind of position right. does usually. And now that Wrigley's back open, hundred percent full capacity, I think that really plays a big advantage to like Javi Baez, who's just like, oh, this, yeah. like insane guy. Who's, yeah, like, yeah, loves to make a show for the fans and like other guys like Rizzo, who's like very much like a like lovey guy. I feel yeah, like, like and fit very fan affectionate. Right. I feel like yeah, so. Yeah. I feel like when he like. Feels that affection. He's he's playing better too. Because everyone loves Rizzo. How could you like not like him? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, but the reason, the thing that we wanted to discuss specifically is, right now the Cubs are tied for first. But let's say that we get half a game behind, mm-hmm. and at the end of the season, and the Brewers win, mm-hmm. we might have a better record than other teams who win their division. Mm-hmm. We we might be better than them, but we have to play in the wild card, and we have to be the top two right. out of the, uh, out of so the top three in each. Di- 
bah, <laughs> words. So how the playoff works in baseball is the division winner automatically gets in. Right. So there's three divisions in the AL and ML. Mm-hmm. And then the um there's a wild card game for the next two best records overall. It doesn't matter what right. division. But this is annoying because sometimes like it's the same. So that's how it is for our division right now. But also in the NL is the Giants mm-hmm. and the Dodgers have incredible records. Right. But Yet the Mets would get in with a worse record. And yeah. I just think that, like, I get why they do it like that. But I think last year they had more teams in, and I liked that better. Yeah. Because it's not fair to, like, the Dodgers and the Cubs to have to do this one-game playoff. Right. For After winning all these games. When like, they're clearly better than teams. When they're the clearly Mets. better than, like, yeah, the Mets. No, no offense that we're throwing the Mets under the... Especially because they're going to beat the Cubs tonight. But still, they're not as good. <laughs> and yeah. it's just, like annoying yeah because like in the nba it doesn't really matter you know yeah i mean you have like two divisions in the top eight teams from each yeah yeah like this year is the top like 12 teams from each yeah yeah so like pretty much anybody is gonna make it unless you're the bulls unless you're terrible (laughs) Um, but anyways but yeah so it's just like frustrating for like us as because you have to win your you have to win your division and you almost like you want to win your conference Mm -hmm. Like, it's so important to get right, that game. Get that buy, yeah. You get that buy. It's just frustrating. And yeah, and I sure. would just like to see them redo it because this happens every year. Yeah. This isn't, like, a new thing that's hap- going to happen this year, maybe. Yeah. I think if they did something like the NBA playoffs and just took, like, the top six teams instead of the top yeah. eight or 12, like, it would still make a good playoff. Like, still yeah. get the best teams in, not, not, like, questionably the best teams in. Yeah. Okay, so another thing that ne- we need think needs to be changed off MLB for right now <laughs> is this past week the FBS committee commi- oh that sounded horrible <laughs> committee met to discuss the format and structure of the college football playoff to right. decide if they liked it if it was working what needed changed and supposedly they are now recommending after going back and looking at it, mm-hmm. a 12-team right. playoff instead of the four-team. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say, uh, Northwestern would have definitely made that. Funny that they're coming out with this the year after we were that good. <laughs> of course they wouldn't do this the year we are good, because everyone hates us because they ain't us. Okay, that was nothing directed at Northwestern. So I feel like it was discriminatory towards How are they going to change something on a year that was already messed up with like COVID stuff? I don't know, bro, but... Okay, whatever. But, I mean, I think that's okay that they're thinking about 12. I wish they were thinking about 16 instead of 12. I wish they were thinking 8. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, either 8 or 16 would be better than 12, I think. I think, we, I think that's because it. Because with 12, you're still getting the top four teams get a bye. And then they just like demolish the team that has to come off play, come off hard. It, they literally said, "Okay, fine. So since you're mad that we pick Alabama, Oklahoma, Clemson, and Ohio State every year, now you can fight and kill each other to see who gets to play them. Exactly. And it's just gonna go back to those four teams anyway. So yeah, I really, really wish that they would go to a because here's the thing." 
it's that still makes them have to decide who's top four. Mm-hmm. And they get the easy way out. Mm-hmm. And maybe a team that's ranked number eight or nine is never even gets really the chance. Yeah. And this team over here didn't even have to prove that they were number four or yeah. number two, you know? So, yeah, I mean, I am glad to see there's more teams, like, at least it gives some... And if it goes horrible and everyone's like, this did nothing... <laughs> yeah, but... The reason I want 16 is because then then you're forcing those teams that you're saying they're ranked number one to, to prove, prove it. prove it, yeah. Like, sure, they still get to play the number 16 team and then the number 7 team. Like, like that's, yeah. that's fine. That You should beat those teams anyways. If you're yeah. really number one, you should really beat them. It shouldn't be that big. That's why I think, like, eight's fine because then we don't have to have... That would only be one extra week of games. Yeah. So I just think it's more attainable, easier. So yeah. you automatically get, I would say, the champion of the power five conferences mm-hmm. and then three at large bids yeah. and i think that's decent compared to what it is right now and then everybody would have to play like there's right. no way you would have a buy so exactly. I, I yeah i would prefer eight or 16 i'm leaning towards eight but not 12 yeah. we literally they literally said how can we keep these four teams in but still please other people mm-hmm. like yeah. i hate them anyways <laughs> Okay, so that's going to do it for our current events segment today. (laughs) Okay, guys, so this next question, actually, I got because ESPN asked it on their social media this week. So this past week, somebody said, like, oh, I wish Simone Biles had a jersey that I could buy and wear because she's a gymnastics player. Mm -hmm. So she doesn't have a jersey. She doesn't play for, like, the Lakers, and you can't just, like, go to the store and buy a jersey with her name and number on it. Mm -hmm. And so supposedly she's going to be making something up for that with Athleta, who she's partnered with. But it started this whole conversation, like, who are some athletes that you would like to wear their jersey, but they don't have a jersey? So I'll go first. One that I thought of, besides Simone Biles, (laughs) because I think that would be kind of fun, too, is Allison Felix. Mm. Kind of in the same vein. But she's just, like, phenomenal runner. And still to this day after being pregnant and having a daughter who's like her whole world and she loves Christ and it's just like a great person I think mm-hmm. I think it'd be cool to have like I don't know I guess you could make buy pennies maybe I don't know if they even really sell that but it wouldn't say her name because that would be on her bib but right. so yeah, yeah. Uh, Allison Felix nice. um I guess the first one that came I don't know. I would be like Michael Phelps or something. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. Like I thought of him. Olympic athletes. Yeah, because so no a lot of them don't jerseys, but or like golfers don't. Yeah, or like race car drivers don't really. Right. If we consider them athletes. <laughs> I mean, yeah, sure. We don't get into that discussion right now. Because like you say, bowl like that'd be kind of fun. Yeah, that's, that's another one I thought of. Was like like any any of these like Olympic legends would be yeah like, cool. Although technically, I think you can get Usain Bolt jersey, soccer jerseys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, played, like, that's that's fair. You probably can. Soccer. The only other thing I thought of is, and this kind of works, but kind of also doesn't, is like coaches. Mm. So like, I love Becky Hammond. That's and true. She probably played in the WNBA. Yeah. But like, I don't, I, that's not why I love her. Right. You know, I love her as a, as a coach. Mm-hmm. So I thought of her, and then I also thought of, 
along the same lines, Pat Summit, yeah. who also want to give a shout out because today that we're recording this would have been her 69th birthday. Mm. Gone too soon for sure yeah. to Alzheimer's. But um, yeah, great coach, great person again. So yeah, uh, if I had to pick a coach, I think a Bob Knight one would be fun. Bob Knight? Oh gosh. <laughs> Or, like, a Greg Popovich one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'd be fun. They'd be fun. So, just something to think about. Let us know if you have an athlete, or it could be coach, or maybe even, like, a broadcaster. Yeah. Like, if Stephen A had merch, I'd buy it. <laughs> he would. I would not. <laughs> I would. He's, he's getting on my nerves recently. <laughs> like, anybody like that, if there's anybody in the sports world who doesn't have a jersey, but you would totally want to rock let us know on instagram yeah. we'd love to hear some of your responses so the last thing we're going to talk about in this episode real quick here <laughs> is our reaction to episode one of loki yeah and we'll try to do this now nah, i'm not even gonna try to do it spoiler free just skip ahead yeah. i'll we'll put in the show notes what time that this is at and yeah, just if, skip it if just you don't skip ahead if you don't want to ruin it yet. But okay, so what was your reaction? Like, good first gut reaction yeah. to the show. Um, my the first, first episode yeah. at least. It my first reaction was that it was better than the previous two in the first episode. Yes, me too. I agree. Um, first, better first episode for yeah, sure. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. Yeah. Um, I think the reason being for that is it like comes out and like hits you right in the gut with all these like crazy different things going on that are like it came out the fastest right like wandavision slow 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 that, but that was like the whole point exactly and then even falcon winter soldier i didn't really like it until like episode three mm-hmm. so this came out hard and strong I, that's my first gut reaction right. and i was like okay i'm pumped for the next episodes yeah. and i think i think it's good that they did because they have mm-hmm. like loki is probably the most connected into like the Avengers world, yes, because um, he had his own movie. Like, he's been around movie, the longest out of the, all the rest of those. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's been around since day one, basically. Exactly. So, so that was and, and he's a huge fan favorite yeah, already, definitely compared but, to the other people. Yeah, and then I really liked Owen Wilson's character. Oh yeah, Mobius. Mobius is so good. Owen Wilson in this is so yeah. good. He he matches yeah. Tom Hiddleston perfectly. Right. When he was first announced, I was like. Oh, can he do like a like a superhero like kind of serious like superhero type? No, I knew he'd be good. But then, like as soon as I saw him like do it, he like nailed it. It was interesting is he has he really dogs Loki throughout the first episode. I mm-hmm. guess none of this has been that much of a spoiler actually, yeah. but um he really dogs Loki, and it's really funny. But the whole time Loki's actually pretty serious, mm-hmm. which is interesting. And we, it's, like, very deep and emotional right away, right. which is interesting, too, to see, like, where it goes from here. And mm-hmm. I've, I've actually read a lot of reviews of, like, critics who've seen the first two episodes mm-hmm. that the first episode is slow. Really? Compared to the next oh. one. So <laughs> I guess we'll see. I yeah. think that, so I'm really pumped. So Loki comes out on Wednesday, so mm-hmm. it comes out soon. Right. <laughs> and, yeah, I'm excited for that. The other thing that I think was funny was the whole... Um, infinity stone thing yeah how they like took this thing i think they did this so like 
beautifully too. They took these things that we had built up to be these huge important things mm-hmm. in the previous phases. Right. And then basically, like, leveled them down to dust. Yeah. And it almost just, like, I think that was, like, the perfect way to introduce this new phase of, like, magic and things that, mm-hmm. and, like, alien kind of things that we're going into. It's, like, these things that you thought were so big are even that big. Right. And that makes me even pump for, like, Eternals and stuff. Yeah. Like, I just thought that was so well done and so clever. And yeah. I'm, I'm pumped. So I was reading this theory about the TVA, which is... This is like not first major spoiler, I guess. Would be like this TVA is like the organization that like time variant authority or right. something, yeah. Yeah, time variant authority. Is that like takes Loki into jail essentially? Yeah. And so, I think everybody knew that from the trailer. Yeah. Um, I was reading this theory that they are like actually the bad guys of the oh, show. Oh, I could see Even it. Even though they make uh, what are they like the. Uh, other low-key person to be yeah, not yeah. to be the bad guy. I think that maybe they won't even show themselves to be the bad guy in this show, but they're they're coming. Interesting. Uh, you'll have to point me. Is that a video? Yeah. Oh, you'll have to... Or no, it was an article. I'll have okay, to, okay. I'll have to find it or something. Yeah. Interesting. But, I like that. Yeah. So as this show goes on, we won't maybe do it every week, but we'll give some updates about things that are happening, mm-hmm. things that we want to talk about, if there's any big cameos or... Rumors of cameos, not that any of our things have ever come true, nor has so, there nor has there been any cameos. Literally none. So I don't understand. <laughs> Anyways, that, that's all we have. This has been long enough. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have a game of the week. I'm just pumped about Loki and watch the watch some MLB. It's getting fun. Yeah, we watched a Cubs sure. game this weekend. It was fun. <laughs> so anyways, that'll do it for this week's episode of Annie's Evening Exchange. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't already, and we'll see you next week.